Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello, to hello. Episode of the Breakdown Podcast. How are we doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm here. Good Lord, I'm here. Good Lord, I'm tired, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm your host, Eric B. I'm Beans. And we're back in this in this piece again for another episode. You know, you know, we kind of do our like, we're here, then we're not. But you know, life happens. So but life happens and we you keep pushing. Keep telling y'all we're gonna we're always gonna come back, you know, we when we take a little break, but you're always gonna always. like a pop-up on you and, and let you know we're still alive up in this piece. So that part. Oh, welcome back. Um Beans, how you doing? I know you're tired. The dog has been a little bit sick. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Aside from that, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know, can't complain. Work is, work is working, but that's okay. I'm doing, I'm doing good. Can't complain. Child, I might have to get my dog to the pound because I'm over the bitch. <laughs> She's getting on my nerves. Why? What she do? She's at daycare right now. I said, bitch, I should have dropped her off with a pound because I don't have time for your bullshit. Don't act because... like that with me. What's she doing? I played dead, right? Because I stubbed oh my, my toe. Oh, my God, girl. I stubbed my toe, and then I fell out, right? And I was like, okay, she going to come. Like, is he okay? Like, give me a little lick or something. She didn't even get off the couch. The bitch turned around and went back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm on the ground just waiting for somebody to come check on me. I said, bitch, you're not even going to get up? So no, I was very offended. I was no, offended. sir. They don't do that. I tried that with Nola because it was like a TikTok where people were like, oh, playing dead and see what happens to your dog do. And I fell out and she kind of came over and she kind of sniffed me. And I guess she realized I was okay because she was like, mm, and like went and laid back down. I was like, see. I think the dogs know when we're like faking it. When we're faking it because she was kind of just like, she died. And like went back to bed on me. So. Girl, I didn't even get the sniff. I didn't even get it. She didn't I get mean, let me tell you, the, the only reason why I got the sniff is because she was already walking by when I fell out. Because I think had she been like sleep, she probably definitely would have looked and been like, because she'd be okay. over me. She'd be over my shit all the time. See, I was mad offended. Okay, that makes me feel better. Because I was just laying there and I was like, opening my eyes like, is she coming? And she would not come. If you have a dog that's super, super playful, they're, they don't care. And Nola's just very playful. So mm. she... Are you playing? Are you just laying there? Okay, girl, bye. Like, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, she's not super playful. (laughs) Mimi's a serious bitch, so. Right, because she definitely hopped off that couch when I went and opened the door like I was about to leave. And all of a sudden, she jumped up and ran. I said, bitch, someone run out that door. Mimi said, don't leave me. Don't count me out. I can be sitting here bleeding to death and you don't even run. So I was irritated. So the bitch almost got dropped off. I said, I'm taking you to daycare because I don't even see your face right now. And I dropped her ass right on off. I think you the day here. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my little spiel about my dog, who I do love, but you know. My girl. You have to show me something, girl. Anyway, let's get into our, well, not really our topic today. It's going to be like another in the news um, episode today. We're just going to talk about some news stories that are headlines hot topics this week but before that let's get into our icebreaker question and our icebreaker this week is just going to be something more fun we're going to do would you rather questions oh that sounds like fun okay 
just some some would you rather's I think are kind of fun and interesting. So um, number one, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance along to every single song you hear? Sing along. Sing along? Because I do that anyway. <laughs> okay. I think I would. Yeah. I think that dancing would be too aggressive. Yeah, dancing is definitely too intense. So I think I, I'll sing along. I do that already in the car. Um, yeah, I definitely sing along already. So sing along for sure. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for 10 years? Coma for 10 years. Wow. <laughs> really? Honey, jail is not for me. <laughs> I do enough work with probation. I talk to enough clients. Five years, I'm not going to make it five days. <laughs> day one, the minute they tell me lights out, you know, they like, oh, this all we got to eat. Like, oh, we don't have no other options. This what you got. <laughs> Honey, they see any roaches in them cells. <laughs> I they, feel they monitor everything you do, Joe. I said, oh, this is not for me. I, I can't shower when I want to. I got to shit in front of somebody every day. <laughs> I'm not doing my years. I, I learned that very quickly at a young age. Like they, they gave us a tour of a prison when I was like in middle school and they showed us like we're like a jail, like mm. the county jail. And they were like, oh, explaining like how the day-to-day life is like. And I was like, Oh yeah, no. It's not for me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, and I'm I don't a naturally think... curious and I'm a naturally rebellious person. So I'm definitely gonna be the one the guards are beating at. The guards are gonna be my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna end up in solitary and then I'm gonna go crazy. So put me in the coma. I love a good nap. You know, I can wake up refreshed. Right. Um, and I watch pay bills. So yeah, 10 years in a coma. I'm, I'm definitely taking that over five years in jail anytime. <laughs> I agree. I think I think what I do, I don't think I can do the jail because the jelly oil is not for me. Um even though I have to do what I have to do to survive. Look, I, mean, I, that, told you my I, ain't, I ain't even going to that. <laughs> now I'm in here, here uh, eating muff every day because I got to join the game. It's too much. Put me in yeah. jail. I, mean, I feel like in a coma, coma. hopefully you don't. The only thing is I'm hoping in a coma you don't remember because some people say they like remember their Yeah, time, that's the scariest so, thing about a coma. I'm yeah. hoping my coma is like a good coma. Like where it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Not a good coma. What the hell? <laughs> I want a deep Rip Van Winkle sleep. Like, I don't... <laughs> I want to wake up like, you know, you took a good nap, you got the marks on your face, you be like, mm-hmm. ooh, what's mm-hmm. all this is? Where am I at? That's the type of coma I want. I want to <laughs> you wake up, ooh, hey, girl. Is that, that, good, that good anesthesia coma. That I don't remember that. That's what I want. I want a good anesthesia coma. Pump me full of, of drugs and let me just sleep, okay? <laughs> That's I'm a good anesthesia coma. That's that's right up my alley. Um, would you rather give up your air conditioning or your heat for the rest of your life? Oh, heat, easy. <laughs> I can warm up, but cooling down, no. Mm, mm-hmm. I used to think I used to think it was the opposite, right? And then I lived in Baltimore, and let me tell you that heat, that humidity, mm-hmm. no. The cold was like incredibly bone chilling cold, but you can always like warm up. You can layer up, you can warm up, you can insulate, but you ain't getting the heat out. The heat out. That's what I, I feel the same way. Like I've always been that type of person where like, I can always layer, give me extra blankets, give me whatever. Is that heat? You can only take off so many clothes, child, before you naked and it's still hot. And if, and if it's like that humidity, there's no, you can't escape it. Like right. it's like 
like at least with like dry desert heat if you like go i mean it'll be stuffy but you can go into like some type of shelter and like shield yourself from the sun the humidity right. there's no there's no breaks you just in it you just in that suit <laughs> like just uh try to survive absolutely not yeah for sure definitely giving up definitely giving up i need that ac in fact i need to buy me a new ac unit now because it's about to be hot up in here buy me a new ac now because what you don't i was my room has been stuffy for some reason lately i don't know why and i, I don't like the fiend of fan be like messing with my allergies and i was in my room sweating last night and i said nope nope we're not gonna we're not even gonna start this summer off like this i'll be down at the uh target at the target after we're done with this <laughs> my room because it's just been too hot in there at night i don't know why no, you gotta start early. Yeah, I don't know. My it definitely holds heat because I'm at the top floor of my apartment, and it's like last summer it was ridiculous. We moved in during the summer, and it was so fucking hot in here. I said no, I'm not gonna do it. So and my apartment is actually pretty cool because it faces away. Mm -hmm. It's typically pretty cool in here, but I don't know why my room has just been so stuffy lately. I don't know. You don't have know. Your, your windows open in there, right? Like they open yeah. out. And I don't, I don't know if it's because I have a new, I have blackout curtains in my room, and I'm wondering if they're blocking the air. But I'd be opening them like a little bit so the air can get through. But maybe not on that phone. No blackout curtain. Yeah, you actually, they're they're made to do both, so they'll lock in the heat and yeah. so you probably need to open those up so to get yeah. the air flowing. More. Okay. Um, this one I thought was interesting. Would you, would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts? Or everyone you know have access to your internet history. <laughs> That's a tough one. Because I am a bitch in my head. But I also feel like I look at some really disturbing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If I truly had to, if I truly, well, I don't know. Because I don't, That's a tough one. Because. For the most part, right? Like my internet history is really not, there's nothing in my internet history that I'm like ashamed of. My internet history is 90% shopping. Like Siri, how many stomachs does an octopus have? Like stupid shit. <laughs> so I don't really, but then I'm like, I'm. does that, does that include private browsing or is it just? Girl, it's, don't try to take that away. It's that porn, boo. That porn app. Everything. They can see it all. Okay? No, no. <laughs> I, that's a tough one because in my mind, I feel like the people who I love and I'm close to, I don't think like negatively about them for the most part. Honestly, they probably would be like, this girl is like obsessed with me because I overly like I overly like analyze and I like I'm overly like praying and things like that for people close to me. So they might be a little bit concerned, like this girl is obsessed. But sometimes I don't know, because I do be getting in the mood and I'd be like, but I don't really think I don't think I really think bad thoughts about people close to me. Does this include people at work? Yeah. Everybody you know. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll see. I was like, oh, I don't care about them being friends read my thoughts. I don't care. No, this is everybody you know. Oh, yeah. People that work, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, she really don't like us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably internet history. Okay. I'm probably internet history, honey, because I'm grown. 
Exactly. And I've looked nothing I've looked at, everything I've looked at is, is consensual and above above age. So, <laughs> I um I think I would this is hard, but I think I'm also gonna have to say um I'd rather have people know my internet history. Because like you said, I'm grown. I mean, you, you expect but I think this is recent, like as far as before I would have said um, my thoughts because I was so scared of people knowing what kind of porn I was watching. The child now, I'm just like, I'm grown, you know, I'm in my forties. Like I can watch whatever the hell I want to watch. Even though I do go be doing down some rabbit holes and yeah. I was, people might be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, what like girl, like what like, is going on, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't want people knowing my thoughts because the same as you, like I be thinking some shit and I'll be in my moods and I'll be having attitudes and shit. And then, you know, random thoughts I'll be thinking about people, they might be like, damn, like, really? And I might not be able to come back from some of those thoughts. So I'm gonna go on and let y'all look at my browser history, child. I'm not even gonna- I'm definitely gonna let you look at my browser. I'm not even tipping that because that's that's dangerous right there. Because um, <laughs> I'd be having some thoughts, you know? That part. I'm gonna bite this little tongue and I don't got time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely going with uh, answer because I don't know, I'd be tripping too much. So this will be our last one before we get into our topic of the day. Would you rather always have bo and not know it, or would you rather always smell everyone else's bo? I'd rather always smell anybody else's bo. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very seriously. I don't want. Like, oh, stanky ass bitch. Like, I don't want that to be me. Like, because <laughs> I feel like I saw a meme one time. It was like, black people take being musty so serious. They do. They do. And they was like, they was like, all, it only take one time to be musty, and that's you for the rest of your life. Man. And I screamed because I immediately thought about this boy that me and my best friend do from like fourth grade. And to this, that was in fourth grade, pre millennium. Okay, that was 1998-99. And I remember, like, to this day, we'd be like, oh, must be ass or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were That's in so fourth good. grade. And it's really, like, I kept myself doing, like, I mean, bitch, I was in fourth grade. Like, damn. <laughs> like, it was fourth grade. Like, I'm, everybody was going through puberty. Everybody went through a tough time. But, like, people just hold on to that. Like, and I especially, like, because I'm, like, smells trigger memories. Like, yeah. people hold on to certain shit like that. And then it's, like, You'll be like, oh yeah, you know, like so and so smell hella bad. Like, did they smell like so? Did they smell like Jackie Bunny or did they smell like Tucky? Like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be in nowhere near that. <laughs> I definitely would say I would rather. I don't know because I really don't want to smell everybody's bo like that. Like, I, I just I already have a very sensitive nose, so I already be smelling motherfuckers, and I be like, it's triggering for me because the same as you, like people do remember, like. I had a very bad experience in high school when I woke up and I was just like rushing. I didn't, I was like, I'm just gonna go to school. I didn't have time to take a shower. And my VO was fucking kicking. I'm not even gonna lie, it was kicking. And then I was trying, you know how you notice it first and then you're like, shit. And I'm trying to like keep my arms down and shit. But then, you know, people give me that side eye in class, like, is that, 
Is that you? I was like, it was so embarrassing. Luckily, I don't know. I mean, I think we've all been there. Like, I'm not gonna ever say I've never been like musty in my life. Like, I've definitely been there. I'm like, oh, girl, you stay. Like, and I've done the same. Like, let me try to keep these arms there. It's it's too late. You already <laughs> the push felt it. Try to keep them arms closed and, and zipping up your jacket. It ain't doing. You already invested. You invested. like to play with you in high school too. Because the mother be like, give me a high five. <laughs> bitch, you know I can't lift this arm up right now. Don't play with Boy, me like, like this. Something stinky here, bitch. <laughs> 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 so I think we've all, anybody who's been through puberty, I don't give a fuck who you are. You could be the cleanest bitch in the world. Everybody has, especially because I play sports too. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's been through puberty, anybody who's played a sport, at some point you've been a little funky. Like you've been right. a little but like it wasn't a continuous thing like and so i don't want to be that person like i don't judge somebody if they have an off day and i'm like mm, it's a little tart yeah, ain't a little tart today but if you come into the office every damn day and every day i'm smelling something i'm now i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> like what, what's going on like this is a small space like come on now and i don't want to be that person i don't want to be that person they got to be pulled to the side so for the for the chemical you might have a chemical imbalance you, you might know. have a chemical imbalance and i've heard of people that i saw this lady they would you know them snap i'd be watching this i'm saying my search my internet search history is really just stupid shit i was i'd be watching the snapchat stories and mm. they had this you know they have one called like um my strange life or something and it's always about people with these really rare disorders and this lady has this rare chemical disorder she smells like rotted fish and oh it's God. it's just her like her glands secrete this scent and there's nothing she can do about it like she's been to all these specialists she bathes like four times a day she wears all these perfumes and soaps and dyes nothing there's literally like i mean like she can lighten it up but there's like nothing she can do about it and i and you know i'm i have to like see like this can't be true so i googled it and it's like a real disorder and it affects like some super crazy small percentage of people in the world have this this disorder and there's nothing they can do about it and i was like damn i can't I'm not. and she was like her like it fucked up her life like she was like she was bullied so you know she was bullied so bad she had to be homeschooled and she's never had a significant other and she doesn't like to go places and she has to work from home and like she was talking about how awful her life was and i was damn. like damn so when i think about that's what i'm thinking about when you're like you always like i don't want to live like that like this woman's life is ruined because of something she can't control i would never want to live my life like that i'm stuck in the house can't do nothing can't have friends i mean you know she like i got friends but like she doesn't like feel comfortable being around her friends and stuff because she smells like rotten fish i mean and i gotta tell you rotten fish is such an intense smell that is that is i'm like not even just fish like rotted fish <laughs> like, before they come from a woman too you you know people are automatically you lying. already and that's what she was like she's like it's not coming from my vagina it's coming from my hands <laughs> and because the first thing i thought was i was like it's, not, it's giving infection but she was talking about <laughs> it comes from her like her actual glands like her armpits and stuff and i was like damn like there's nothing they can do about that that sucks so yeah uh that little snapchat story definitely had me uh, put that into perspective so yeah i would oh, definitely yeah. smell other people and just be like this all day because you can just put a mask on you can't just put a mask on maybe but that's what i liked about the pandemic yeah. yeah yeah that's what we like to stay in the we stay in the mask anyway we so. keep, <laughs> what i keep is a mask i keep i have a sparkly cute one and like a cloth one that i put on top of my surgical mask because i like to double it up because um, sometimes those surgical masks don't be blocking enough. And so I put the little cute one on top 
to kind of give mm-hmm. you a little extra layer. Mm-hmm. Everybody be like, you don't even have to wear your mask no more. And I'll be like, girl, don't tell me what I have to do. <laughs> I don't have to, but I want to. I'm going to. It's I definitely sl- slide mine in on the plane still because y'all oh, was up in here just doing honey. too much. Absolutely. When we went to, when I was in Jamaica recently, you know, that customs, I was telling my auntie, this is a super spreader event. They got like 5,000 people crammed into this little bitty space trying to go through customs. It's horrible. It ain't no kind of ventilation in there. Everybody's sweating because it's hot. Definitely had my mask on tight. I don't two masks. And my mom, we all had our like mask on. We were, it was like us and maybe two other people. There were literally at least a thousand people in there. Oh, at man. least. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we, it was like the four of us total that had masks on. I was that's like, why, you people are crazy. That's how I felt like I got my hat on today for my lovers and friends, but that's how that concert was. Mm-hmm. Um it was so many people at that at that event. I was like I, I couldn't believe it. That's like bigger than a stadium concert. It was hella people there. Because I wanted to go so, there. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, I'm not ready to be in like that much crowds proximity. Like that. Yeah. yeah, like because I was uncomfortable going through customs. I was like, um, I was like trying to calm myself. Like, you here now, girl? You got to get through it. You just got to get through it. You just got to do it. Like, but I'm not ready to be at like festivals and stuff like that at all. Because that's what I really wanted to go to that concert hella bad. And I was like, it's gonna be hella people there. Yeah, anybody can wear a mask and I was like I just I get really anxious in like festival environments because I'm always worried about something happening or being trapped or something so I was like I definitely was looking all around and shit but I like how they have it because it's at like the end of the strip so it's away from the hotel you know I'm confused I'm concerned about you know the last time they had a festival there people were shooting out the windows you know that's, but what, they have it, like, that's what I was worried about they have it like far away so it's at the end so it's by itself so there's not really any access and if, if you go to a bit like that now, I would suggest getting like the general mission plus the VIP because you can step out and into your own little area to where it's not exactly, as crowded and chill that's for a exactly minute. That's exactly what I would have to do because I was like, yeah. I can't do that. Like Coachella and stuff like that. Like it's not for me. <laughs> it's that yeah. is definitely not for me. Anyway, so that's our little our little spiel on some of our what would you do's and what would you do? What would you, what would you do? <laughs> next one. That might be our next one. The actual "What Would You Do" um, TV show. They'd be up on some good shit too. They do. I like that TV show. Um, okay, cool. So we'll take a little break and then we'll come back and get into our topic of the day. Okay. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to cut it. Okay. Um, so we're back today, and so it's a topic. It's another in the news episode. So we're just gonna talk about some in the news stories that um, I found kind of interesting. Um, so the first one up, child, the new Freaknik documentary oh, has the girls in shambles. Okay, they're terrified. Okay, so the, the issue is um, Hulu is announcing that they're gonna do a documentary on Freaknik. This is what I love about Hulu. They love a messy documentary, and I love it as well. It's so funny to me. Oh, they so messy. It's called. It's called. It's supposedly the working title is Freak Nick, the wildest party never told, and um, it's yet to be released, but it's going to coincide with the 40 year anniversary, I guess, of the Freak Nick parties. Um, it can't be a 40 year anniversary. It say 40. Um, it can't be 40. Unless Freaknik started deep in the 80s. And the, oh, it's, I guess it's the end of it. So can the magic of Freaknik be back, be brought back 40 years later? So I guess it's 40 years since the end. The ending of the Freaknik. That don't make sense either, though, because the Freaknik ended in like 96. 
That's what they're saying. I don't know. Somebody ain't doing the math right. Maybe they're not doing the math right. So they're saying, um, unfortunately, now providing um, people are concerned that this is going to provide some like intimate details of their times in the freak nick. So like, especially for like women who are in like professional fields, these women are older now. They're concerned that a lot of this shit that they did back in their teen and early 20s through this documentary is going to be exposed. I mean, I'm going to assume that they're going to blur faces out because you don't have, there's no way that they got enough, um, you know, those releases. Your release statement, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I wouldn't be that concerned unless you have like very distinct like tattoos or something. I'm going to assume majority of the faces will be blurred out. I'm, I don't know because did you watch the, the, Summer of Soul documentary, they didn't blur anybody else. They those. did the Summer of Soul documentary. They didn't. That's true. So the the girls are the girls are concerned um, that. I mean, the <laughs> Summer of Soul documentary also didn't have like sexual nature either. Mm-hmm. So as I'm saying, like I think it's like the I, I don't I would be very surprised if they don't blur out faces because the there's a lot of like sexuality and violence and stuff in this documentary and so i'll be very shocked if they didn't blur out faces like that would actually i feel like that would actually be really legally irresponsible if they don't because- uh, they, well, they said the girls uh they're planning a lawsuit um and then and atlanta's federal court on the grounds of the doc saying unlawful because they didn't as you said they didn't sign hmm. any waivers you didn't sign no waivers you can't just up. I, didn't, I didn't consent to this this was like 20 years before cell phones and things were a thing so you can't just take pictures of me and just put them on on the other hand though i mean girl if you was out there busting that coochie open i mean and you was letting people record you do that part of me do kind of feel like well i mean i mean i get that too but i do feel like it was a very different time right so social media wasn't what it is yeah the time was now. I the time was actually absolutely different but at the same time if you knew people like a lot of people were posing for the camera you know mm-hmm. so you're mm-hmm. posing for a camera and you know you know people were recording you and taking pictures of you and you were like posing and you know putting on a little bit of a show you kind of had to do that with the mindset that at some point somebody was gonna see this even if even if the tape just only got passed around you know to the friends or family of this one person mm-hmm. you knew that at some point because you are on camera somebody was gonna see this you probably didn't think it was gonna be in a worldwide documentary right so i think that might be how they may be able to get around the legality of it um i don't know it's, it's a tough i think that's a tough one I think it's a tough one they're it's a, it's it a tough too. situation because I don't think people should be judged on things they did when they were under when they were intoxicated in like 20 when they're like 60. But I also think part of it too is I hope that they really go into like the sexual violence that was a problem with Freak Nick because from my understanding, mm-hmm. that's why Freak Nick ended. Freak Nick didn't end because bitches were pussy popping on handstands. Freak Nick ended because women were being like mad like gang raped and mass sexually assaulted and mm-hmm. kidnapped and, and violently attacked like by gangs of men and it was happening so frequently and to such a you know dramatic degree that's why they ended it so I'm wondering like I feel like there's so much emphasis and energy on like oh yeah you know y'all women was wild and y'all were y'all were having sex and doing this and I think that what we really should be worried about is like are they going to be exposing the men who were doing this like crazy mm. dangerous things? Like, is that going to be exposed too? Because right. if you just going to expose somebody granny for, for twerking on a cop car, like, 
I mean, that's okay. But I'm a little bit, I mean, I think we all knew that. Like anybody who knew what freaking is kind of knew that's what it came with. I'm a lot more concerned about the men who were like gang raping women in parks and shit and like attack pulling bitches out. Like I saw one, they had one on YouTube, but they were like pulling women out of cars and like assaulting them in, in like in the middle of the street. Like I think I'm wondering, like, is that gonna be shown too? Like that's if that's I were question, yeah. a young man who went to freak Nick back in them days, that's what I'd be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried about that. Like, yeah, oh, you know, I did, you know try to forcefully finger some woman in a fucking Denny's. Is that on camera? Like, that's what you need right. to be with. That, them the ones I feel like who should be shaking in their boots. I really wouldn't care too much. Of some, I mean, it depends on what I was doing, but like, oh, we know you look damn, and it, I mean, I mean, some of them were doing some wild things. I've seen some of them videos. Like, but, right. I mean, I think it just depends on what they what they're actually gonna put out in this documentary. Like you yeah. said, is it gonna be both sides? Are they gonna show the true nature of it, or is this gonna just gonna be like you're gonna try to present it as like this party vibe? Because then yeah. people are getting into the issue of feeling like, is this gonna take the lines or go along the lines of like um girls gone wild? And those issues of just exposing women and making this a that's a, so a, that's what I'm saying. You know? Is it exactly is it gonna be like you know, the girls going wild where it's just like, oh, look at these little, you know, these young whores. Or is it going to be like, yeah, it was a home. I mean, I think people also forgot, too, that Freaknik was supposed to be a celebration for college kids. Mm -hmm. I think people forgot that part. It wasn't supposed to be just like an orgy for creepy adults. <laughs> the origins of Freaknik was like, it was a party for college kids. and It, it was like, like the Black Spring Break kind of it thing. It was the Black Spring Break. And it really was really for like these kids in this specific space, right? So it was like these college Black, Black Spring Break for kids in Atlanta. And it was supposed to just be like this fun thing for them. And then it just, you know, it grew and grew and grew because it did become Black Spring Break for all these other colleges and people migrated. And unfortunately, just the nature of the country we live in, traditionally whenever you have a space where women especially black women are being like sexually free and taking agency of their sexuality unfortunately throngs of creepy men tend to follow and as we all know whenever mm. the creepy men come the fun's over oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can say that about any of it girls gone wild spring break myrtle beach black beach weekend uh black biker weekend um mm. Uh, spring bling art basil like if you really think about it every single time that there's a the west indian day parades carnivals whenever there's a, a space that's supposed to be like a sexually free liberated space pride certain places in pride yeah. mm -hmm. whenever there's a space where there's supposed to be a sexually liberated space of any race and, and heaven forbid is women in that space being having fun and you know consuming alcohol and being sexually liberated here come creepy McCreeperson in his gang and they come and they fuck it up. They fuck it up for yeah. everybody. And then the men who were being normal, who may actually got some, they can't even enjoy it. They can't even enjoy it no more because, you know, creepy gang then came in and made the vibes all weird. You scaring the hoes. Like you, you making the vibe weird now. Like, yeah. So I'm wondering, like, I hope that when they do, I'm hoping that that's what this looks like. Like, I hope that they really put energy into that part of it because I feel like that should be like yes okay. this was a small this was a college thing that kind of escalated and escalated and escalated and turned into this wild ass party but I hope that the tone really and the messaging that they're really promoting is that rape culture is what ruined this good time like mm -hmm. 
and the dangerous element of rape culture and like that mob mentality yeah. is what ruined what could have been like a really good thing not a good thing but like a fun thing what could have been a fun thing because i was too young for freaknik but i knew about freaknik from like yeah. my I remember, like, remember that Sister Sister episode when they went to Freaknik? Because that was the one that got all of us. Out those, I was about to say those 90s shows. Yeah. And those late 2000s. They, they made us like, all want to go to Freaknik. They, made, all, like, they made it look, because they made it look fun. It was yeah. supposed to be fun. But then I also, when I got older, I would hear from, like, older cousins. Like, I have an older cousin. She doesn't have a blood cousin. I call her my older cousin. But she was, like, older at the time. She was, like, in high school, I guess, in the 90s. And she wanted to go. She heard her friends, they were going to fly to, like, Georgia and carpool or something. Mm. And her mom was like, no, the fuck you won't. <laughs> like, you want me, not on my time, you want me doing that. And I, I as a kid, was like, oh, like, oh, she just hating. Like, why is she like that? And then I got older, and then it made sense because her mom was like, I had heard all these horror stories of these girls being just molested and attacked and gang raped and all these horrible stories and like you know men like they would be dri like driving down to Freaknik they would be being attacked in their cars and at their hotels and things like that and so the, her mom was basically like no <laughs> like I don't care if you are about to be 18 you're not going like no and so I can see now as a parent like why she was so adamant about her not going I probably would have had the same reaction like you're not going to death <laughs> try, try again but I think it's just so sad too because it just shows like how much we as black people we strive and like need those spaces we're just looking for a space to commune and have each other and be collective in a space where we can just have fun and every time like not every time but I'm just saying like when we create these spaces and try to have these spaces like you said something has to happen to where I mean even here in Oakland like remember a festival at the lake and, you know, and, and first Fridays and all that kind of stuff we all you know and I was gonna say this that's where I was going next festival at the lake it was very similar it and was for those of you who don't know festival at the lake it was a like a festival we used to have every year in Oakland mm -hmm. by Lake Merritt and it used to be vendors and you know musical uh, acts and food and it was very you know people could just come and hang out and what happened you know your cousins was acting up and it wasn't and it wasn't just the threat of physical violence either at festival at the lake as well right because women were being very aggressively sexually harassed because you know men were doing too much like and then the physical violence aspect kicked up and then the city shut it down because it was like you know this is just too much this is just too much and it's like it is very sad that this tends to happen in general like but I just feel like whenever you have a situation like this particularly when it's supposed to be catering to young people mm. I, I, those events and those movements get hijacked very often by older creeps and I yeah. use creeps in a genderless manner <laughs> because oh, yeah. it's not just the men like yes unfortunately in this misogynistic culture the men do tend to be the, the ringleaders of the creep creep squad but it's a lot of creepy ass older women too it's a lot of creepy ass queer people too it is definitely these college themed events with these young adults and they know there's alcohol and there's a lack of um like accountability in these spaces and so they can do crazy shit like I remember Howard Homecoming used to be like this lit super lit event and, and it got to a point like now you have people 
who ain't never went to Howard University, who never even went to HBCU at all. Grown folks in their 40s and 30s and 40s flying, flocking down to Howard Homecoming. Oh, we want to go to the concerts. We want to go to the... It is not for you. <laughs> this is not for you, honey. It's not you your are, space, You didn't even go to Howard. You're grown. Like, what are you doing? You, you grew up in, in fucking LA. What are you doing flying out there to Howard Homecoming at 32 years old? Tell me we, I think we need to real, realize this because we are, a lot of times we're very aggressive about our affinity, affinity spaces and this space is for yeah. us and built for us, especially when it's around black folks, but we also mm -hmm. have to understand within our own culture, there are also affinity, affinity spaces within black culture that everybody should not be a part of, you know, queer yeah, spaces, women's spaces, young people's spaces, like everything is not meant for everybody. And you kind of have to understand and that. I mean, events traditionally, they have ones that are age specific, right? As somebody who went to an HBCU, there were homecoming events for specific shit. There was the homecoming, you know, they would have the homecoming picnic and the homecoming game. And that's when the alumni would come out and turn a tardy. They would have alumni parties specifically yeah. for the older alumni who came home from homecoming to party at. What are you doing down there? Or, you know, you went to the step show and that was when everybody congregated. But then they would have specific after parties, right? The after parties for the undergrads, the after party for the grad kids, the after party for the alumni. They were age specific for a reason because your 50 year old ass, what, what do you do? Oh, I was an Omega. Yeah, nigga, in 61. Why are you down here trying to step with, with the 18, 19 year old? What are you doing? You know what? And I had to, I had to check myself recently because I just actually physically saw that for USC. They have a upcoming alumni party mixer, whatever. Um, and it specifically said young black alumni, right? And so I was like, I looked at that and I was like, now what does that mean? Like, am I allowed to come to this? If this is not my space, like, oh, so we we all can't we all can't no. come to this, but I mean, realistically, you know, they deserve to have their own space. Like you said, 50, 60 year olds coming in this space, like, well, what what are you bringing? And why are you trying to be here? Like my little cousin, my little cousin, she just turned 18. She just graduated last year. She goes to um, she goes to SC. And she's loving it, right? She's 18, she's a freshman, she's on campus, she's enjoying her time here. She don't need to be in the party, you know, with you know, and my stepmom went to SC, right? They don't need to be at the same party. <laughs> <laughs> No. I mean, I was trying to slide down there and be with, be with Malia, Malia Obama. Exactly. And, and... <laughs> you know, let let Malia and my little cousin, I'm not going to say her name, let, let them party together. She yeah. ain't completely probably uh, 21. That's a, that, I mean, and that's a little spot. Yeah. And I'm sure, and like I said, I know because like my stepmom went there. I have, um, I know a few other people who've gone there. They do have alumni specific events, right? Yeah. That are age like appropriate. So pick one. But it, everything ain't for us. Like, and we have to keep reminding ourselves, like everything is not for us. I was at the 510 day after party with Karen. My oh. mm -hmm. Sorry, it means your name. But I was at the 510 after party. We had 510 day. I don't know if y'all, people who don't know, Oakland, the Bay Area, we have days that represent like where you're from. So 510 day is Oakland. Like That's daily. our zip code out. That's yeah. Code. And then we have 415 day is San Francisco's version, blah, blah. So, I was at after party. I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop at the after party, have a little drink, just turn up. And it was funny because well, I enjoyed myself and it was a good mix. It was literally like a, a solid mix. Like everybody in there was like 21 to probably like at least 35, like probably like 21 about 35. So it was a solid mix. But 
probably like 40 minutes in, they were switching the DJs and they were playing this music. And I was like, uh-huh. I knew the songs, but I didn't know them like that. Girl. And so me and my <laughs> friend were laughing because um this guy I know, he was like, Oh, you know, this shit weak, this shit weak. And all these girls look, these these hoes is weak and this shit weak. And I said, baby, you older than me. That that's the problem. That is the problem. Hey, you know more. I said, like, this music ain't for you. You think they they not catering to us? We we 37 up. They not this this party is not for us. We supposed to get our drinks and go sit upstairs. We not right. out here on the dance floor. Like, they like, yeah, these kids, they don't even know how to do this dance. And then how do you have this? I said, yeah, because that dance came out in 2002. These kids were like in kindergarten. They don't if know. If they were born at all, shit. If they were born. At all. <laughs> I said, this ain't for us no more. Like, and so I think that's something I have to keep reminding myself like with these young I like a lot of I listen to like younger artists quote unquote and like R&B artists and like I'll be listening and sometimes I'm listening and I'll like the song and they'll say something and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know about that girl I ain't dying for no man I don't know about that girl I ain't fighting with no dick I don't know about that and then I have to remind myself yeah girl she's fucking 19 right but, yeah, she probably will, you know, fight for her man. Bitch, you 34. You're not doing that. <laughs> it's definitely, I, I when we went to the Friends and Lovers and Friends concert, that's one of, me, one of the reasons I went, because I will not go to concerts with a lot of younger artists, because my, uh, my husband will do that. And I'm like, that ain't my crowd. I don't like that crowd. Like, a lot of the music I listen to is late 90s and up, right? So a lot of these artists who are older and stuff, but they try to bring in a younger like a bunch of younger artists, I guess, to appeal. So there was a Bryson Tiller, Summer Walker, Danae Echo, um, and some of the younger rappers. They so huh? <laughs> Let's be right. They're not that young. Yeah, they're not that young. And so th those were the youngest people on was, the. On, and on that's the list. why I wanted to go to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, but you could definitely tell, like, the difference, the change in culture because they were on different stages. So you would see, like, okay, if like Janae Echo got off stage and then they were bringing on, like, um, Christina Aguilera or whatever, like you could you could see the shift in people, the, like people, this, this, the younger people, like let me get on over to the Summer Walker page, and like us older people is like, hey, you know this is our shit, but it's just like very much a cultural thing, like a very much a generational thing that you have to realize some spaces are not for you, and you're not going to be comfortable in every space that you walk into. You have to ask yourself if you are extremely comfortable in those spaces. What why? in those spaces because i feel like that's something that people don't do as well right so for example like the freaknik going back to the freaknik conversation you a 40 year old father of five what are you doing hopping in a car you know packing beers and snacks and <laughs> to a college party you know so you can yeah. go harass some young ass girls had them damn girls was underage anyway so what are you doing you know, I think we have to like ask ourselves questions like that too. Like, why am I so comfortable in these spaces? You know, for the Marcus Houston's of the world, you know, what am I doing? Yeah, I said it. What am I doing chasing after these like, and it's one thing, it was like you meet somebody organically and things happen organically. I, I think age gaps within reason are not that much of an issue. Yeah. But I feel like when you're like, over 30 something and you find yourself constantly surrounded by like 18 to 21 year olds you need yeah. to start questions some real questions like what is going on with my own growth that i'm still mentally in this space with these young people and and why am i taking up space 
in these spaces with these young people. Because from what I see, because I work with a lot of young folks, the OG people in their lives are not just hanging on the backside. No, they in they in it. Yeah. Like they're trying to dictate the culture and be in in it. And I'm like, what is your old ass doing? Why are you here? Like you need to be over there with me. You don't need to be over here with this young folks. Like so I think that like a lot of these documentaries, they kind of miss the mark when they have these type of conversations because I don't think they have honest conversations about that type of thing. Like, yeah, talk about the people who hijack these movements or these parties or these events that may have started with good intentions. Now, some shit was just always gonna be some shit that shouldn't have been. Like, girls gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> It was gonna always be inappropriate just because of the nature of what it was. But like the spring break things and like the homecomings and the the big parades and things like that, those started out of like, they wanted to create a space, a, a space that celebrated some specific cultural niche. And they were supposed to be specific to, you know, whatever they were celebrating. And now, you know, they these movements are just, hijacked by the creep squad and it really is too bad because what could have been like a really fun thing and i'm i'm the queen of it ain't always got to be family friendly fun i don't believe in i'm the queen of adults only (laughs) (laughs) i do not i do not like it i am one of them people i was not on their side when they were on uh, twitter and they were going so hard about pride being a family friendly event and i was like <laughs> right. I think, I think there are spaces where pride can be family friendly, and I think there are spaces where it shouldn't be family friendly. I I, I agree because I feel like even in spaces, because I I can kind of see um, pride being a space for a family, like the parade part of it, I guess. But then there are other aspects of pride. They have things called Dory Alley. They have things called um, Folsom Street, which are very much more sexually liberated spaces. And, and I, are- see, I see <laughs> oddly, oddly sometimes people bringing people that are not age appropriate to these events, but trying to say, but then trying to monitor the space, you know, like, oh, why, you know, why are they out here with the dick out and why are they out here with this and it's like that is exactly my point they're like well why are you doing this and why are you doing it well why shouldn't i do this and that this is my space this was my safe space like who tells you to bring little tina with you right you carried her ass down here to that parade let her sit on your shoulders let her weigh that flag nobody told you to sneak her over here to dice on bikes convention this are you know what i'm saying i'm I'm not just throwing them out there i'm just saying like I think there's a time and a space for everything. And I think that like certain things don't have to be like sanitized to be like palatable to everybody because that defeats the purpose of the event, right? Freak be family friendly. They tried to bring it back and make it family friendly. It was never supposed to be. It was never supposed to be, but I think a lot of people, and now, this day and age, I think a lot of people are trying to be like, well, if we don't make it family friendly, then we're not being equitable or equal. Like we, we want to have these equal spaces, but at the same time, you're saying we can't be here, no, then, you can't. then you're not being equal. But then it's like, is it about being equal or is it about being conscious that this space is yeah. not and are you made being, for this? Are you concerned about equity or are you concerned about being included with certain things? 
Because you can't be included in everything. Right. Everything, it's just like when people be trying to complain about, oh, you know, this is, there was an episode, I can't even get into it again, because I'm going to get mad all over again. But there was an episode of Love and Hip Hop where this woman was, uh, she does a, like a week long um, retreat for black women. Mm. A safe space for black women and black women who identify, or women who identify as black women. One of the other women was all upset because she couldn't go. And she was like, well, why can't I go? And she said, because it's for black women. Yeah. Oh, black- okay. She's all upset. Oh, well, well, I'm married to a black man and I have black kids and I can give, I, I can, and, and I can give my perspective on being a mother raising black kids. And she was like, but you are not a black woman. This is not for, this is not for black moms of black kids. When we have that space, you can be black- invited to that space. This you is not bring your own space. She was so upset about it. She couldn't believe it. Her black husband was on her side. Nobody could understand. And the black woman was being unreasonable. And I, I felt so frustrated and offended watching it because I'm like, no, <laughs> like it's not for you. There was another girl who was my racial. She's like, well, so can I not go now because my mom's not black? And she was like, do you identify as a black woman? She was like, well, I identify as a mixed woman. So she was like, well, then you can't go. Like, I feel like people try to force that like sometimes I think when it comes to like diversity and inclusiveness people try to force it and you that I don't think that that is being equitable I think that you are again hijacking a safe space because you're trying to make it what you want it to be instead of what it needs to be for everybody it needs to be right what is the what is the need of this what space, the need well, for space? Yeah. she created that space for a specific reason you trying to force your way in because you got a black husband and black kids is not equity Right. Equity is, hey, I recognize the need for this space. So I'm, but I think that there should be a space for X, Y, Z. So I'm gonna create my own space, and I think that that is where like that ties into like these type of things, like a freak nick or like, a spring break. Black kids were not welcome at spring break in the '90s. It just right. was. They weren't welcome at these spring break places. They were being discriminated against. They didn't see themselves. They weren't hearing the music they wanted to hear. They weren't going to events. Were not open to them. They would. It just wasn't. It just was not there for them, especially in Georgia in the 90s. It just wasn't a thing. So they created their own thing. And then all these fucking adults came and ruined it. (laughs) Like, basically. And I don't think, I just think that that's not right. And I think it's shitty to try to make it be like, well, if we do bring Freak Nick back, it has to be family friendly. Well, why? This was an event for college age kids. Most college age kids don't have kids. So, why should we make it? Why, why should, should it, we make it? Because yeah. then you gonna be complain. We want the kids want to. They want you know how the kids dress now. They want to mm-hmm. little fits and twerk and turn up and they want to drink and and pop pills and, and get high and that's like why why shouldn't they be able to do that? Like why should yeah. we have to our way into? It? Well, I want to bring my kids. Well, baby, maybe you just don't go to freak Nick. And I think, well, a lot of that is think people trying to relive their youth. And I think that's a lot of issues with a lot of these people. Like you said, why do you feel like you need to be in this space? And I get this a lot from even people that I went to high school with and people that are like so caught up in what it used to be, what it was or how I used to act back then or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, you're caught up in this like existence that you had back 20, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. and you're not moving forward because you're stuck there. For whatever reason, I feel like you have to look at where your life is now and maybe some spaces where you feel like you're not excelling or not as happy. That makes you feel like, I want to stay. I'm just being real. You make you want to stay in a certain spot. 
like why do you still feel like you need to be the high school you that when you are a 40 year old person <laughs> i'm like i don't it, it, it was shame it was real <laughs> i'm just saying no but real. it's no no it's real though it's real because it is that's real like why are you that's why i was saying like you got to analyze in yourself like why do i and I'm like, not saying that's every situation either, but I'm just saying I see that in some. I people. see that too. I see people trying to relive these like glory days, or they're trying to relive these moments where, like, oh, I used to be like this. I used to be like this. You used to, and I think people gotta remember too that, that like circumstances change, right? Like, I used to party all the time. I was going out literally Thursday through Sunday for like 10 years straight. Like I was like Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's like, bitch, where is that? Where are we going? What are we doing? What are we wearing? Like, and then I got older and started paying bills and started working. And then I got my own space. And I was like, honey, I pay rent. I'm saying, huh? Like, and if I do go out, it's a day party. I want to be home by nine. Like, and if I am going to drink, it's going to be some real alcohol. It's not going to be some Takabaka or some fucking Everclear or some bullshit. Like, so you know things have changed for me and I, I know some people who are my age who still party all the time and that's fine i'm not judging them i'm like hey if you can still hang i say go do what you're gonna do i don't care right. but at the same time you can't be mad if things don't accommodate to you you're in the club and you're like well why aren't they playing <laughs> this one lady this lady was cracking me up i saw this girl on uh, instagram and she was like you know who they don't play in the club no more J-Lo. here we go did you say j-lo and the art, let me say this, the comments, as as as, as Saucy Santana said, them comments were not on your side. Because the comments said, bitch, get your old ass, go home, and put on ready for the night and shut up. Because- Well, first of all, first of all, J-Lo was barely on the radio when she was at her, we barely wanted her on the radio in the heyday of J-Lo. We definitely don't Because if for tonight or I'm real, we really weren't checking for it. <laughs> And I was, I was cracking up and I was like, that's how you know you're too old for the clubs you're going to. Why don't you find you like a night, a club that does like old school night and, and enjoy yourself? That's what I'm saying. They have those spaces out there where you go to a club where they play old school. But you don't want to be in those spaces though because you want to be with the young folks. You want to be in there with the young girls, compete with the young girls for these young ass boys. That's the problem. And that's the issue. And that's the hard headlines. Why don't you scamper your big ass on down to you know, why she gotta be big? Why she gotta be big though? I don't mean big. I mean big. <laughs> big. I mean big is an age. I'm just big grown ass. You scamper your ass on down to a cigar lounge and you listen to your goddamn not a cigar lounge because that's where <laughs> <laughs> big cherry cigars some more. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about oh, I, oh, why y'all? You know the, the bar I work at. I get older people in there all the time and. They're constantly complaining, like, oh, um, the DJ only playing that young people stuff. Get the young people in here. Like, mm. if you want to, well, what you want to hear? You want to hear some fucking Bob Deep? Well, nigga, I don't know what to tell you. They like, do. They you're not <laughs> you play that in your car. You're not going to say it. <laughs> and we do have nights where we have older DJs come in. Mm-hmm. And my older DJs, I mean, like the DJ will be like late 30s, early 40s, and he'll play music from like the 90s and the 2000s. And I'll tell them, like, oh, you know, if you come on this night or we have a day party at this day that's being hosted by, you know, it's an older crowd, you'll like, you know, you'll like some music. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, I came to that party, but it was too turned down. Yeah, because everybody at the party was between 40 and 60. 
So what do you want? Like, what, what you want? I don't know what you want. You want to hear Good Morning Gorgeous over your breakfast. This is trap brunch. <laughs> okay, it's trap brunch. You're getting Glorilla. <laughs> you know, if you want that, you need to go on down there to the Magnolia Street Wine Lounge to get you a nice vibe. I love the Magnolia Street Wine Lounge. I'm going to just put that out there. I was about to say, don't, don't you come from Magnolia Street? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not coming for them at all. I'm saying I love it there because they giving you a nice vibe. The, mm -hmm. the food is hella good. I ain't got to worry about nobody uh, clapping their booty cheeks and, and shit over my goddamn pea tobbler uh, waffles. It's an, I love the Magnolia Street, but I'm also 34. Right. Meanwhile, I, feel like you can have, I feel like you can have that balance though too because I feel like I do like an older space. Sometimes I do like to go to a young event just to, to give me up on the new shit, up on the new artists and have a little, but I know that that's not consistently like where I want to be at and I'm not going into those spaces trying to be 24 or 23 years old. I know my, I know who I am. Change those spaces either because I like to go and turn up with the, with the, you know, at my job, you know, I like working, you know, the day parties, the young folks be turning up. I mean, they're turning up with them like, hey, okay, yeah, that's right. But I'm also not in there like, you know what y'all need to play? Mm -hmm. You need to turn off this sweetie and put on some little Kim. What? No. <laughs> the, gir the girls are going to be like, no, no. Like, no. cause they don't want to hear that. And, and like, I, you gotta respect that. Like, oh, okay, you're right. Like, you gotta. I mean, you gotta think our days. Like, what, what would you have said if some, one of our parents came in there talking about, you know, turn off that shit? Where's that earth, wind, and fire at? Where's that, you know, that Charlie at? Like, come on now. Definitely trying it. They was like, I don't know how y'all listen to the. I mean, and I literally, I'm like, this is so funny. I just had this conversation with somebody, and I was talking about like how like this is not for us. We talking about the fire when I did. I was like, this is not for us, and they were like, oh, this shit, hella weak. The music, hella weak. These rappers had a week. I said, what do you think our parents said about our music? I remember my dad hated, he hated the Yin Yang Twins. I loved the Yin Yang Twins. I went and bought the CD. I was slapping it. I loved it. My dad was mm -hmm. like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. He was so irritated. He could not, like, he just didn't understand it. He was like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's so funny because I catch myself doing that now. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be talking to my client do. and I'm listening to what my clients listen to and I'm like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. I remember my parents hated Paris Hilton. They hated it. They could not get it. They were like, why is she famous? I don't understand it. Like, why do y'all want to dress like that? Like, they, they could not grasp the concept of like Paris Hilton. They were like, she's a rich white girl. Okay. Like, they just didn't get why she was so famous. And I catch myself don't like that because I hear the kids talking about like the rapper baby mamas and I'm like, mm -hmm. what? I, I don't get why she's famous. Oh, she's famous on Instagram. I'd be like, for what? Like, what do they do? And like, you know, they're cute and they dress cute. So I get the influencer at line, but in terms of like literal fame and like, why? Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. I don't get it either. And then I hear myself and I'm like, bitch, that's the same thing. Young. And, and the same, it'd be the same because, like, this because it's not meant, it's not meant for you to, to know why. Like, and, and when I hear my mother's voice, I say, okay, well, there it is. I call so them old haters. I call them old haters. The moral to this whole conversation, we don't want to do long tangent, child, but the moral to this conversation is. Sit your old ass down. You know I'm gonna argue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna 
I give y'all a hard headline. This week, <laughs> this week, that's I'm gonna be the off. title of the episode. It's gonna be sit your old ass down. Okay. This week, I'm stepping off. Of, I'm stepping off of the white supremacy neck. This week, actually, you know what? I'm not. Let me reel it back because okay. let me tell you that it that, all that, comes back. It all comes back. And let me tell you, everything in America is racist. That's that colonizer energy, and it's in your spirit. And you need to get that off your heart. That colonizer spirit is on your heart. And you oh, need to God. stop. Because <laughs> you, you try to hijack these young people's movements and these young people's safe spaces and you try to change it to fit you. That's mm. that colonizer spirit. Get it off your heart. The colonizer spirit, Lord. <laughs> Don't let it happen to you. <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out of her. It's coming out, it's coming out, of, her. out of her. Oh, Lord, y'all. Okay. Let this me tell you about gonna... my father. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Breakdown Podcast. We're so happy that you guys tuned in and we're happy to be back. Um, you can follow us on our social medias, yourbreakdownpodcast at g- gmail.com and on Instagram and on Twitter. And we will soon be on Instagram um, with some live shows. This will not be a live episode, but we will have a uh, episodes coming soon where you actually be able to see us and maybe actually do some live episodes soon. So. Yeah, you guys can interact with us and that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'm excited. You about guys it. can go off us and go off on us in person. No, I'm just joking. And you're gonna get right the fuck back. <laughs> and, again, and again and again and again and again. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Don't forget, y'all. Sit your old ass down. Stop hating. Sit your old ass down. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.